0: Hello and welcome to The Double Life. I'm John Bustar, and this week, I sat down with Donovan Aranda, someone who got into fitness with hopes of just looking and feeling better. But now, it's a major part of his life. He has co-founded Charged Nutrition, which is a supplement company, and he hopes to make big waves in the fitness industry.
1: A staffing agency called professional search group and essentially what I do is um I help find talent for anything that has to do with operations, administration, accounting, IT and finance. Um I've been doing that for about three and a half years now, I think coming up on four. Uh before that I was working in, you know, um telecommunications industry and with sales for cell phones and and I did that for five years, and I was in upper management, managed three different locations for for the company, and um, that's kind of where you know my 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 profession took me. I think one of the biggest things that I learned throughout my my professional career is I just I really learned, well, I really enjoyed just meeting new people, and and when you're in sales, you know, my previous role, you're meeting new people every day. Yeah, and and then. On top of that, you know, you're meeting new employees, you know, and as you get to as you grow your team or as you hire new people, you kind of what I really enjoyed is you got to see the the progression of your of your staff, wherever they're at in life, you know, whether that's just a pit stop, but that specific job was just a pit stop to where they were supposed to go next in life and like you were able to see that or you know maybe it's something that they wanted to do and knowing that you were able to help in any way that you can like that's something that I really enjoyed and so when it was time for me to make a career change you know I wanted to that that was something that I wanted to continue doing is what's something that I can you know continue to meet people on a day-to-day basis and new people and and I love hearing people's stories. So when you get into recruiting, you're, you're recruiting for these professionals, you, you hear their, their background and their journey. And, and some of them you know, are, are motivating and, and good to hear, or sometimes they're in a tough situation, tough spot, or maybe they're just not happy. And, and for me to be able to hear them out, hear their story and be like, okay, cool. We're going to work together to help you get to that next level. Like that, that's something that I, I really enjoyed about the role and kind of what helped me gravitate towards that role, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, which has, which has helped in, in, you know, everything else that I got going on. Um, But my passion outside of that, what my true passion is, is definitely, you know, fitness. Mm -hmm. Um, I I fell into fitness. I, you know, I was always, I was always active growing up, you know, my, my parents threw me in sports and um, I, I played baseball since I was four and, And played uh, all the way up to. I tried playing at community college level and ended up getting cut, and (laughs) was devastated. You know, I was gonna try and play for another school, but um, you know that ended up not working out. And played basketball when I was younger, all the way up to high school. I think my parents even threw me in karate once. Yeah. Um, So just that whole active lifestyle, I've, I've, um, I've been a part of. And and when it came down to fitness, I think it was in high school is when I when I first touch um weights for the first time hmm. uh, you know in the weight room with these sports with football oh, I played football in high school too my freshman and sophomore year so <clears throat> that was the first time that that I touched weights and and I don't know I just I, I always enjoyed just seeing how much I could lift I, I I enjoyed the feeling when I was in there I enjoyed just everything about it so when it came down to like those weight room sessions for practice like I just really did enjoy it um And, and that, that fitness lifestyle kind of, kind of died out when, when I stopped playing ball, um, and you know, around that, like that 18, 19 around that, around that time. And
0: yeah. So baseball, right. So when you, when you got cut from the team, you kind of lost sort of the, I guess, interest and drive to keep pursuing that.
1: Yeah, cause what it was is my whole my whole thought process, my whole idea was, is I'm working out so I can be better at baseball.
2: Uh huh. Right.
1: You know, so I was in the weight room, I was hitting the gym, I was doing, you know, my exercises because I knew it was gonna turn around, it was gonna show on the field. Yeah. Um. But then when I got cut, I was it kind of was like, well, you know, whatever. Like that motivation was gone. Yeah. That, That motivation was definitely gone. And I still went to the gym. But I there was I was not taking it seriously. You know, I'd go and then I'd fall off and then I'd go and hang out with friends at the gym. I mean, you know how it is when you are hanging around with the gym with your friends at the gym mm-hmm. the whole time and barely even working out, just talking. Yeah. Um so that went on for, for a couple of years and during that time, you know, I uh um you know, because I was being less active, uh, I always have a huge appetite. You know, I've always just I think one of the biggest problems for me is, is just eating everything that, that I see maybe not necessarily because I'm hungry, but more so just cause I wanted it or I was craving it or whatever. Uh-huh. And then when, um, it was around 21, um, I, uh, I was starting to get a little bit of that, you know, you, 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 you enter that drinking life and, and I started to, I started to get a little bit of a beer belly.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, um, and, you know, at that time, um, I was learning a lot, you know, about myself in general, just, you know, I, I, as a young kid, you continue to, to just learn who you are, learn, you know, who you are inside. And and, and during that time, um, you know, I, I felt really hard for a girl <laughs> and, um, you know, that ended up just just not working out. It, it just it didn't. It didn't work out. I wasn't in the best shape. So my whole thought process was essentially, you know, I, I, I was heartbroken. I, I was, I was a hundred percent heartbroken. I didn't know what else to like, uh, you know, do. And my thought process, like, I was just like, man, this sucks. And you know, I was a pretty low time in my life. And, and at the time, um, you know, I was talking to a couple of my friends and and I still remember this conversation to the to, to this day that we were all there, like at a Buffalo Wild Wings, talking about like it was the end of the year. We were about to hit the new year. We we're like, hey, my friend was like, let's make a change. Let's start hitting the gym. Let's be consistent. Let's hold each other accountable. And at the time, you know, me being at the low point of my life, I was like, that sounds great. Like, I need a change. And my whole thought process, too, was if I look good or if I look better than how I was, maybe that same girl will want me. Yeah. You know, so I so I was going uh, after that that revenge body, if you will, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like my my motivator going into the gym and and I started I, I jumped on a meal plan. I I started to do my own research and I started hitting the gym religiously. I I stopped drinking for a good amount of time and and my whole motivation at that time was just, you know, I'm gonna look good, I'm gonna look better, she's gonna want me. She's gonna she's gonna wanna talk to me. Things like that. And sooner or later like I just I, I still remember and I still have it, my very first like progress pictures throughout you know, throughout the couple months that I was going and, and it showed me like, you know, the discipline that I put into it and if I stayed on track with something and if I stayed true. True to the end goal, like what you could really accomplish. And I had these pictures, three different pictures, probably like it was. There were a couple months apart, but after all said and done, it was like five months into the journey.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I put them all together, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, man, like (laughs) I transformed. Like I put on some muscle. I was looking lean. I I even like grew out my hair a little bit and. And I just looked like a different person. And I think what that did is it, it just, it made me fall in love with, with the result.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it made me fall in love with the journey. It made me fall in love with the, I just wanted more. Yeah. So at that, at that time, it was no longer about, you know, the revenge body. It was no longer about like trying to look good for her. It was more so about, you know, just wanting to get better at what I've already committed to. Mm-hmm. And, at that time too, around that time when I saw that, I, I saw what it did for me mentally, you know. And and what it and when I look back, I don't think in my late teens, or early twenties, at that time, leading up to that point, I don't think I was the most confident person. Yeah. You know, and 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 I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. didn't know that until I can like until now when I look back and at that time when I transformed into that. Um, I just saw my self-confidence just rise. You know, I I felt a lot better about myself. I felt a lot better about who I was. I felt a lot better about how I looked. You Mm -hmm. know, I no longer, you know, was embarrassed to take my shirt off or whatever the case may be. Like, I just felt good. Yeah. And what I started to notice is that it started to just transform or, um, yeah, transform into like, My personal life to my profession to my personal life how i how i acted how i just i just was really you know coming out of like a a shell you know i've always been a pretty extrovert kind of guy but i was i was starting to take it to that to that next level where i was starting to become a new person and Mm -hmm. and then yeah i just I, i i dove deeper into it and then i think like a couple years later i had a uh a, buddy, a really close buddy of mine, a friend, he's my business partner now, uh, Tony, and he he started getting into to bodybuilding um, and doing a lot of men's physique shows. And I was we started working out together and, you know, I saw him like just train and just really take what I was already doing to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I just saw it and I was like, I, I was like, man, like, I don't know if I could do that you know, I, I, that's, I, I thought I wasn't on another level before, but taking it to that, it's a completely different ball game when you take it to that
0: level. And what does that look like? Exactly. So what is the difference between, so at this point where you just working out how many days a week and how, like how yeah. comfortable into the routine of working out had you become, as opposed to, you know, when you first went into it and sort of you know, going away from what you were doing in sports and then kind of going through the motion and then kind of getting away, but then coming back into it, how long did yeah. it take before you were like in the rhythm, had, you know, your routine all lined up?
1: Yeah. Well, I had my... Getting the routine, now looking back, I, I got the routine pretty quick because it was just like, it just kind of became a routine.
0: Yeah. Was it, it similar I, to what it, you did before when you were playing baseball?
1: It was, it, yeah, it was a lot more... um structured it was definitely a lot more structured like i i think when i first started going i was going to the gym uh five days a week
2: wow okay. um,
1: and then that five days a week slowly turned into six hmm. and then i started just taking a day off and then throughout that whole time i was like the whole fitness journey is is a trial and error thing, from what i've learned yeah so i do things for a couple months figure out what works what doesn't and you know continue to do my research continue to ask around i started like just hanging out with people that have been in that world for a, for a little while so i started to pick their brain
2: mm-hmm. i think
1: that's when i first started to um that's when like the whole fitness influencers on igs were really like popping and so i was out, i was following like everybody you could have thought, think of at that time who had some kind of huge following just taking their workouts, taking their meal plans or whatever they shared and write, wrote it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, so I I would say the difference between, you know, what I was doing and what he was doing is, you know, the the diet alone. I was following somewhat of a meal plan, but, you know, if I wanted to have a drink, I'd have a drink. I think, you know, after a year of going into it, I learned like, hey, I can have a little bit of a balance, do this, do that. Um, you know, stay on on top of my diet, maybe during the week, weekend, you know, maybe, you know, have a a few eat out if I want, things like that. And, you know, sometimes if I just if I didn't feel like going to the gym, I'd be like, eh, you know, what's one day I go five to six times a week anyways, you know, Mm -hmm. what if I skip a day or things like that? When you're talking about next level, you know, bodybuilding with the with these competitions, um, everything is tracked. Every right. single meal, every single calorie, fat, carb. Uh, your cardio needs to be tracked. Needs to be logged. You just need to keep an eye out on your overall physique.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: when you're dialed in that much, you can start to see changes within a week, two weeks. Yeah. And and then you start to like okay, and the whole point. Point of, or the whole, uh, yeah, the whole point of bodybuilding is you want to be, you know, s- symmetrical. You want to have the size. You want to show your conditioning off. And you're just, when you're up on that stage, you get judged on so many different things. And like, if you skip one cardio day, if you have one extra cheat meal too, too many, or if you skip a certain day on a certain muscle, like all of that's going to show up on stage.
0: Yeah.
2: That's
1: intense, um, man.
0: How does yeah. that like go into the psyche? Have you always been a pretty like disciplined person? I think that has to like me personally when you're saying that, I'm like, "Dude, I can't do that." <laughs> I like I know for a fact. I mean, I maybe, you know, cuz the mind is super yeah. strong and I'm sure it's a mental thing where you train yourself to mentally overcome um oh. but I guess the question that I would want to know is in the beginning when you're really getting into it and Doing the meal plans and working out and building up to five, six days a week. What were some of the first initial hurdles that you had to overcome that I think, you know, me and some people that are listening, you know, they might look at what you're doing and go like, dude, I want to do that. It's awesome. You know, and then, you know, they get done listening to this podcast and they go to the gym and then two days, three days, whatever down the line, they're going to be hit with some sort of obstacle. What like advice would you have for that to overcome it or some personal experience you've had that you had to overcome?
1: Yeah. Um I mean you just gotta you gotta keep going. Like I, I think going back to what you were saying, you know, being disciplined, I think I, I didn't realize I was disciplined until maybe the past year or two. I realized how disciplined I was, and I think it goes back to um you know, my, I think my parents did a really good job of just in, integrating it into my head to just whatever you start, like you have to finish. Whatever you start, you finish. And, you know, it, it, there's going to be times where, you know, you're not going to want to go to the gym. You're not going to want to eat the, the, your third, fourth meal of the day. You're not going to want to do your cardio. And that happens. I think that happens more often than you want to do those things, you know, especially not the, the, not the fun stuff like the dieting. And when you can't use any seasonings, or mm-hmm. doing the cardio and you have to burn x amount of calories that are going to take 45 minutes to 50 minutes. Yeah. And, and I think the the biggest thing for me was like, look, I, I I I already started this. There's no turning back. So one thing that I've always you know went by, and one thing that I I have written down on on a, I have a whiteboard in my room with a lot of like different reminders and different goals that I have. But right in the middle, it's, it's, it says why, and it's, Mm, you know, know mm -hmm. your why, understand your why, remember your why.
2: Right.
1: And, and everybody's, whatever it is that you do, whether it's bodybuilding, whether it's, you know, you're trying to move up in the company that you're working for, you're trying to finish school, you're trying to accomplish something. It's like, it all goes back to like, why, why did you originally want to do that? Why was that the end goal why is that you know something that you want to accomplish yeah and you and, and what that does is it constantly reminds you your, your why
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know and everybody's got a why and if my why was you know because i want to see how how much i can push my my mental ability and and i want to do well in my first couple of competitions like that's my why you know and and i've taken that and what i loved about bodybuilding in general is i've taken that concept and that in that thought process and have applied it to my everyday life which has allowed me to be successful in my career be successful in finishing college and just being successful in launching my own business and things like that and i know that's something that i'm going to take with me you know for for years to come so i think the biggest thing that i can tell people is is that, you know, there's a reason why you wanted to do this. What is it? Remind yourself yeah. and have it. And there's a reason I have it written down in, in, on a big whiteboard in my room. You know, it's, it's there when I go to sleep, it's there when I wake up and, you know, I, I'm not going to lie and say I look at it every day and I like tell myself, but you know, the fact that it's in front of me, is it, it sub, it, it, it subconsciously like, is there all the time so I can never really forget about it and those times where maybe I am feeling like man I don't want to do this I don't want to do that I could just look over and be like that's right and then next to that why has all my goals that I want to accomplish for 2020 and for the rest of my life and I look at all that and I'm like all right I remember let's go you
0: know
1: so that's what I got Mm
0: mm-hmm no, it's awesome. What has been, uh, I guess what has been the most beneficial thing that you've learned, you know, in all the different things that you've done, whether it's been going to the gym or dieting and all these different discipline, different skill sets that you've learned, how has that contributed to balancing going to school and doing your business and um, working out and going to the gym all the time and working up to go, getting into bodybuilding. Like how do you balance all those different activities without just getting overwhelmed or, you know, burning the candle at both ends?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I laugh because I, I definitely have gotten overwhelmed and, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I've, I, sometimes I do feel like I bite off more than I can chew. Mm-hmm um but there was someone once told me that you know they rather choke on mediocrity or they they rather rather, um what was it like I'm not sure exactly what the the saying was but um but yeah they were like I I bite off more than I can choose sometimes and um oh yeah I rather choke on greatness than settle for mediocrity that was what I heard like a while back, mm-hmm. and I was like, I would rather do that, you know, choke on greatness and settle for mediocrity. And I think one of the biggest things that, you know, I've just that I've taken from all this is, you know, I I want to I want to accomplish all these th- different things, you know, and I have these different milestones that I I have. In my life that I have accomplished, I have more milestones in my life that I want to accomplish, and I think one of the biggest motivators for me to continue to do all these different things without, you know, without getting too, like you said, overwhelmed or anything like that, is, um, you know, I want to set a good example for for the people that that look up to me, and I think one of the biggest things that I, I look at are my future kids like i don't have kids now but i hope one day in the future i have some me's running around mm-hmm. and i want them just to look at their dad like man this guy just just did everything that he wanted to do yeah and i think with that mindset going into it what one thing that i didn't know that i was like wow like, i had no idea this was going to be an impact um is my thought process has helped motivate others on a scale that I would have never thought that I would have been able to, you know? So yeah. when I saw that where people were like, man, like this guy's just doing this, that, this, that. And they ask me all the time. And it's like, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You just got to learn how to prioritize, how to make sacrifices, mm-hmm. and how to stay focused on the end goal. Yeah. And so if all these things are my end goals, like you just... You, you find a way and you figure it out. And I think that's always been something that I've learned. I was very fortunate to learn that at, at an early age. And I think that how to do one of the things that I can remember, for example, is playing sports in high school. You had to be eligible uh with a certain grade point average to play. Yeah. Now, I've never thought I'd been a school guy. Even, yeah, did I finish college? Yes. But even now, I'm not convinced I'm a school person. But what I am convinced about is that I'm able to figure out a way to get there and just get it done. So I figured out a way to meet that GPA because I wanted to play. You know, I I figured out and that was like maybe. And it it was just the, the way I did my homework and the way I studied, like I will never. I don't know how I got through how I got through because you know it's doing homework that's due a period before in in the period that you're currently in you know and so Mm -hmm. it was just like oh man I need this I need to get that grade that grade and I think I I learned that and I just kind of took that with me and the more things that I slowly started to add to like my my plate of what I wanted to accomplish it's like all right here you are again I, I think that's where I work the best my my back's up against the wall it's like, you got this, you got that. Like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I look at everything and I'm like, all right, I'm overwhelmed. Take a step back. Well, wh- I know work is from this time to that time. I know I have class from this time to that time. I know this is a priority. I know, you know, this, I, I do know I have to get get to the gym. Um, I do have to do this. So it's just finding, figuring out ways to, to, get it, you know, just make it happen and get it done. And, you know, there has been numerous times where I, especially throughout my college career, was taking books, flashcards, notes to the gym. And it's like, if I'm sitting there doing cardio and I'm not running, say I'm on the stairs or I'm on the treadmill, you know, maybe doing some speed walking, Mm -hmm. like that was my cardio for the time. So it's like, am I going to sit there on this cardio machine and just listen to music or can i sit here and maybe do some reading or flip some flashcards,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and it was it was things like that and so i think that that was like the biggest thing for me is you know i, I looked at it as a challenge it's like all right something's el- something else is on your plate what are you gonna do yeah and then it's like so i took it as a challenge like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna show everything that's here like i'm gonna get it done you know and mm-hmm and people have have respected me for it and and i think you know when i when i te- when i talk about it like i want people to because a lot of people don't think that they can do all these different things that they want to do you know they, they live their life well i got to finish this first and then i can do that because they I'll have more time like no like you can do all those things but it's going to require learning how to prioritize which isn't hard because you just sit down and you figure out what's important to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Learning how to sacrifice. If I had a family part, I love family. I don't ever miss a family party. Is there a bunch of food at these family parties? A hundred percent. Do I take my own food when I'm getting ready to compete or I'm staying true to my diet? hundred percent.
0: But yeah. those are the
1: things that like you kind of balance out. It's like, I want to go visit and have fun and do this. I want to go hang out with friends. You can like. Ask my friends. They've seen me go to them at TGIs with my meal prep container because I wanted to hang out with them, but I knew I had to stay true to my diet. Mm -hmm. So it was like little things like that that I picked up throughout the way.
0: Yeah. I think, too, um, what I sort of picked up from what I, I may or may not be right, but I feel like when you're doing something that you don't like or you may not be super stoked about whether it's having to study when you're in school or just any number of things that's associated with the fitness, whether it's like getting up early or having to do more cardio or something than you normally would want to do those things. I think you in those moments, you sort of just view like the reason and the purpose behind why you're doing it. And I think that is something that you use to overcome those moments of wanting to give up or wanting to, I don't know, find it difficult uh, for people. Well, is that true? Do you think that's like sort of accurate? Well,
1: yeah, I, I think that's that's 100 percent true. I think
0: you, you, know, you hit it right on, the, right on the nail. Yeah. Do you think people who um, I guess what I would want to know and it's super inspiring to hear like your journey and what you've gone through. But I would I think one of the things you said was you looked at working out and some of those difficult situations and you're like, I already committed, like I'm already in it, you know, and I'm, I have put work and effort into it for someone who maybe is listening to you say that you bring a meal prep thing to like a restaurant and you go to family parties and you have to bring your own food and, uh, just making sacrifices on an almost daily basis. Uh, what if someone views that and goes, it sounds like you're just not having like a good time ever and it sounds miserable. What would you say yeah. in response to that?
1: Um, I think it's something that I did enjoy because, and that's one thing is that I, I fell in love with, with bodybuilding and, mm. and I loved the journey. And I think that is what anybody, I, I think that is ultimately what it is that you have to look at in whatever journey it is you start, you have to learn how to fall in love with the process, with the journey mm. and looking back like, yeah, I may have a look at I may have to take those sacrifices. And I'm not and, and I'm talking that's on the bodybuilding level. You can definitely still diet and get and achieve a, a, a body physique that you want without having to do those things. Um, but I think one thing that I really just fell in love with is, man, like, this is where I started. And this is how far I've gotten. And so for me, that was one thing that continuously kept me going. So even though like, in some people's eyes, they're like, man, you're crazy, I can never do that. Sounds like you're not enjoying yourself, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I was, because I was like, I'm actually killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, because I'm sitting here, still train, staying true to my end goal. But at the same time, I'm in the, in the surroundings of my friends,
2: mm-hmm. which is
1: a great time. You yeah. Know? So I'm, I'm, I'm living life, Right. you know? So, um, and, and that's, and that could be translated into so many different things, like whether it's your business journey or that, or whatever journey it may be, like you get, learn to fall in love with the process from when you first start. And if there's, you know, now launching a business, one thing that I've, uh, that I've learned is that, you know, if I look back a year ago, we weren't even, we, we hadn't even launched yet,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? And now I look back, we're not even a year into launching our business and we've already done so much. So when people come up to me or ask me or talk to me and say like, man, like I feel stagnant or I feel like I haven't done much progress or I feel like I haven't, you know, wanted to be where I thought I would be at this time. And, and, even you know if if it's fitness or whatever, I'll ask them, or you gotta ask yourself. Well, look back when you first started. You know, how, mm-hmm. where where were you then, and where are you now? And then I think that puts a lot of different things into perspective to my for myself, for others, and they and then that's like a like a a little fire that's lit. Like man, you're right. Like I've done. from where I started to where I am now I've already done X, Y, and Z like keep going,
2: Mm -hmm. keep going,
1: see what else you can do. And next thing you know, you're going to look back and you're like, Oh my gosh, time flew. And I would have never guessed that I'm, I'm, I'd be here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Has, uh, I mean that business that you started, you want to talk about that? What sort of motivated it? And what, what exactly do you do? And then kind of like, what are your goals?
1: Yeah. Um, so the business that I started is charged nutrition. Um, I started with uh, a really good friend of mine. Like I had mentioned earlier, uh, Tony, Tony's the one who actually got into bodybuilding, um, first before I did. And we, um, he's also the same guy who, who coached me for my bodybuilding competitions. Um, and just, I, when it came down to fitness, like he became my go-to guy you know, diet-wise, exercise, like just everything. And so we started, we did a few bodybuilding competitions together. Um, and at the time when we were training together, we both, you know, we both learned a lot about each other and we both learned that we were very similar. We were very similar when we came on to, to thought process, to mindset, to just, um, you know, discipline because we're going through this journey together. And so we got really close and we came closer and closer and what and, um, Nutrition is a dietary supplement company. So our goal right now, we only have pre-workout, or you take it before you work out. We have a nit- uh, nitric oxide, which is a, a pump formula, which helps with like nutrient absorption, uh muscle fullness, vascularity, and you take that before you work out as well. Um and those combine like help you just take it take your workout to that next level. Mm -hmm. But we want to have eventually, you know, a full line of products. And I'll kind of get into that a little later. But um, you know, essentially what happened was we we were working out and we started taking pre-workouts and you know, ask any any gym rat or anybody that takes a bunch of pre-workouts, you're always trying to look for like the ultimate pre-workout, what's going to give me the best energy, the best focus, the best mood, the best pump. And so we were taking these pre-workouts and we started to learn how, what these ingredients did and how can we, how we could help enhance those products. And so we started to buy these products, like some of the ingredients, raw ingredients, and we started putting them in the pre-workouts that we were already taking to help enhance them. And then after a while, we were like we, we took the pre workout away completely, and then we started doing our own dosages of like the different ingredients. And like one day we took we we put something together, these little cocktails, <laughs> and we were like, Oh man, like we actually, we we have something here, like we just made pre workout. And then so that kind of like sparked our interest and we started to dive into it a little bit more and, and i always laugh when i tell this story and, and a couple people have heard it is that if you would have walked in on us when we were making these pre-workouts mm-hmm. like it was sketch because all these powders are white yeah we're trying to measure everything because we're trying to get down to like the the right dosages of each measurement uh-huh. we have like scoopers out we have Capsules that are open, taking those out, things like that. Like if you would have walked in on us, you would have been like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, sooner or later, we, we we had something. And and during the time of competing, um, he was sponsored by, by a nutrition center called Wholesale Nutrition. They're pretty big over here in, in uh, Southern California around like 18 locations or so. Um, I was sponsored by uh, SoCal Supps, another nutrition company. Um, they have a few different locations in Orange County, and so we we had these we we had these connections that you know could essentially help us. And yeah. so we started to think, okay, we have this you know we have an idea, we you know we it's it's something that we both enjoy. It's something we're very knowledgeable about you know, let's see if we can kind of, you know, get something going. And so, you know, I reached out to a few different my connections. I I got in in contact with with a a manufacturer Um, and then we sent them over our formula, um, told them like, hey, this is what we got. It was like a base. What What I'm really glad of what we did with that is the whole trial and error in the beginning allowed us to send over a pretty solid base to our manufacturer. Hmm. So then when the manufacturer got a hold of it, like it, he, he made a few tweaks. He, he added a few different things, made some recommendations and that's when the sample started, you know, the the sample started to come and, and, you know, it, it it just, it it came down to, you know, how are we feeling, you know, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, Then it came down to flavoring and we were just going back and forth and i and during the sample the, the sample error even back when we were making it ourselves and getting samples um you know when i when i tell you we were on our own guinea pigs like we there was times where i was throwing up there was times where i was staying up for 24 hours there was
0: times yeah it sounds where, dangerous as fuck man. yeah
1: it was yeah now looking back like a little too much of something or too less of something like yeah. completely throws off the formula but
0: totally did he, any of you have any sort of um like science background at all yeah, so
1: my um business partner had a he worked for um the vitamins to, uh, he was the what was his title he was like the buyer for whole foods for like the vitamin section oh okay yeah so he that's where he got like a lot of his knowledge, and then with us being in like just that industry and learning you know a little bit more about these products and what they do and things like that, and seeing how other companies start to use them and stuff like you just you start to learn you know, and so there was a lot of things that Tony introduced me to that I didn't know mm-hmm. um, but I was still very involved in the you know researching of these different things, so we'd had really good conversations about you know well what about this what about that or i think this is a good amount or i think that's a good amount so we, we feed off of each other very well and i think that's what you know makes us a a, a good partnership yeah um but yeah and then you know sooner or later we we um we, we finally locked down a formula we locked down a flavor and then it was like all right now now what and um you know it, it it's it's definitely been a battle i I will say uh every deadline that we've wanted to hit personally like we want to have this out by that time <laughs> that out by this time or this done by this date- n- we've never hit it hmm.
0: ne-
1: never hit it yeah
0: you know, did you guys set realistic goals for yourself
1: i I personally thought they were realistic. I, I, I truly do think that they were realistic, but I think one thing we didn't know is when you're working with one manufacturers that deal with many different companies that are already established, Mm. like Mm -hmm. you're a startup. I've learned that a lot of these manufacturers kind of like, like they want to help you, you know, because you know, you're obviously going to pay, yeah, but like you kind of get put on the back burner because you're you're, you're a startup, right? And they already have well-established companies that are like, you know, they already have their orders, they already have their formulas. You're not going back and forth on a whole bunch of samples and like,
2: yeah,
1: being oh, this change that change this. So, you know, I, I think that was one of the biggest battles, and and even now when you have so many different moving parts, you you just learn that like. So I, I think our, moving forward, you know, our, our goal setting is going to be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of different hurdles that we had to go over. Um, you know, even when it even, it even came down to the labeling, the containers, because you got to go through someone else for that. And then graphic, neither one of us are graphic designers. So then we're reaching out to to different graphic designers shout out matt macias for helping us out we yeah the first for sure and logo nice. you know and um you know just different things like that but very fortunate enough to to still launch of august of 2019 and you know using our 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 connections like our both of our sponsors were have been extremely supportive you know socal Sups and, and wholesale nutrition center and they were very quick to you know just help us get into their locations like right off the bat, which I thought was crazy because there's so many supplement companies that try so hard to get into these retail stores yeah, and here we are a startup and and right off the within at the end of twenty nineteen we were in uh, i think eight yeah eight different outlets that you could buy our product off of and we launched in August. So that was like four or five months of being in business and we were already in eight different outlets that you can get our our, our product on. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, and yeah.
0: Did it feel I mean so that might be something, right? Like having um I don't know, such a such a quick reception of your product and a quick like acknowledgement that you're doing something positive and getting such a positive reception and having, um, like success right out the gate. I think that naturally would probably build on the goals that you set. You're like, Oh shit, we did that within five months or whatever. Then the next five months we got to hit, you know, 30 stores or something, you know, do you feel like because you guys got success so early, your, I guess you just had grander visions and you wanted it to be really quick or how's that looked?
1: Yeah. So I think, I, I don't think it was a, a quickness thing. I think it was more so like, Holy shit. Like we really, we really do have something because we knew we made a good product, but we, you know, of course everybody thinks their own product is amazing and the best. Right. Uh, But when you started to hear, you know, feedback of how good your product actually is and people enjoying it and seeing how much it is starting to spread, I think it's more so like thinking on a larger scale, how big we could really take this. And -hmm. I think that was the biggest eye opener for both of us is, is, you know, as long as we continue to just you know, come out with good products, continue to be true to who we are, continue to be, you know, open and transparent to our our customers and, you know, our support system. And as long as we take care of our people, like, as long as we stay consistent with all of those different things, like we can take this to a whole nother level that both him and I never even would have thought of when we first were talking about this. It, it, it literally it turned into a side project and a side hustle to this is our baby this is gonna be our end game our our career that we want to do full time and just really help take it to that next level and whether that happens in 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 five years and 10 years and 15 years i I, of course you know we would love for it to happen as quickly as uh, you know as tomorrow but you know realistically it's not so much you know continue to grow as fast as we did the first couple months but more so the grand scheme of things um, on on how big we can take it i think that was uh, the wool right the wool factor right there
0: yeah what is the uh i guess the ultimate goal of making this product do you want people to be like more stoked about working out and being more active and is that the goal, or what what did you guys like have intentions of when you started the company?
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest goals for us is to be able to be on a level to where we can give back to, to our community. We both um, we both grew up and were raised in Santa Ana. Um, and I think one of, or one of the goals that we talked about, is the very first time both him and I touched weights was um, was in high school, you know, and, um, and the school budget is already, you know, they, they don't get a lot for, for just the schools in general. But when they do get money, it's going to go to learning resources, right? It's going to go to books, it's going to go to computers, it's going to go to all these different things. But a lot of the But the thing that's not getting, you know, attention and and it's a lot of the times it's the the players that are doing these fundraisers. So that way they have money to put back into their sports system is, is the weight room. You know, you go to a lot of, depending on the high school, but, you know, we recently visited our high school, uh, uh, workout room, uh, Sagerstrom High in Santa Ana. And, um, it wasn't the best looking, you know, weight room. they had some machines that were broken. They had some, some dumbbells that were missing. And so we want to be able to be on a, on a level to where we can start giving back in, to high schools that don't have the funds to, um, you know, get new gym equipment or to fix their, their workout areas. So we want to be that company to come in and, and do that for them. You know, whether it's buying them a new dumbbell set, whether it's buying them a new leg press or new bench or cable or whatever the case may be. And we want to start to be able to do that, Um, you know, obviously start off here in Orange County where we're from and and grow from there. And just because one thing that we that we didn't know at that time is how much the gym was going to be there for us you know, and and what that, what working out really did for us in, in a bigger scheme of things, you know, but, but the first time that we did lift weights was in high school. So the biggest thing is, is I want to be able to give some of these kids the best experience that they have in a weight room at the high school level, because chances are that's the first time that they're touching weights because they don't know at that time, how much of an impact that 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 gym setting is going to be to them later down the road. Yeah. You know, or we've thought of different things too. Like it's another coping mechanism, especially for a younger generation where they're learning and and figuring out ways on, on how to deal with the different things that they, that they got going on in their life. Like, you know, a lot of these kids can start turning to the gym and and if you have a, a, a nice facility or if you actually have, a working set or, you know, you, you enjoy going there because you just, it, it actually works, you know, it may entice them to go even more. Yeah. And then, and that's where it starts, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think, um, I mean, just the importance of physical education as we come more and more into an era of convenience where technology is becoming the king and you don't need to leave your house to do anything. And, you know, having, yeah. I mean, I think that's such an important thing because it's going to be something in the future where, I mean, who knows what like kids' impressions of exercise or whatever is going to be. Yeah. So having a goal to go and change that is really, really cool. I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And like I said, if if it just looks cool and a kid's like, Hey, that, that weight room looks cool. And they walk in like, they just fall in love and they next thing you know, they're going like, who knows what that could, could have ended up doing if the, if it didn't look cool.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: You know? And I, I think that, I think, you know, that that's probably one of my biggest motivators for me. Cause yeah, you're right. It is when it comes down to, you know, being active is so huge, especially for those young kids. Yes. But you know, it, it goes beyond that as well. And, and I, I think that's, I think that'd be awesome if, if if someone came to me and said, you know, I would have never looked twice at that gym. But now that it's got fixed up by you guys, like I go to that now like that to me, I've, I've won.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I've won. Definitely. Um, when you look at or earlier when you talked about, well, actually multiple times, it's kind of a theme is um family and the importance of that. When you talk about your kids remembering you and the cool things that you've done and stuff like that. What are some of the things that you would want your kids to, like, remember you by?
1: Um, I think one of the biggest things um, that I would love for them and others is, you know, one, like I mentioned earlier, you know, just doing everything that I I wanted to accomplish, you know, these different milestones. And it's like, you know, I had all these things written down and lined up that I wanted to to do. You know, I I figured out a way to just to just get it done. And I think the other thing is is staying true to to who I am. You know, like for me, I think I I, I treat everybody like I like I'm not just because I'm doing all these different things or just because I've accomplished all these things. And, you know, I want to accomplish so much more. You know, I don't want to come off as, you know, some guy who thinks he's better than someone. You know, I, I truly want to continue to stay humble throughout my journey and throughout my life. And and the new people that I meet on a day-to-day basis, like, you don't know who it is that, that, that you're meeting or that you're talking to. So I don't want people to look at me and, like, and, and think, like, you know, a certain way or I don't want to come off a certain way. So I I, I make sure that, you know, I just I treat everybody that I do meet, whether it's the first time or anything like I want them to walk away from our conversation, whether it was just a a little interaction in the store or just a conversation or maybe I know you and you talk like I want every interaction at the the end of it for them to walk away like, man, like that guy that guy's special, or man, like, I just want to leave an impression on everybody that I interact with, whether it's just for a little bit, whether it's for a long time, and I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, you're not better than anybody else because you're doing all these things, or because you have a, you think a certain way, or you want to do X, Y, and Z, like, you know, you're not, you know, so don't act like it. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I want people to just remember me by. Like, no matter what this guy did, yeah, he figured out a way and got it all done and accomplished all this stuff, but he always stayed true to who he was and who he really is as a person. And and I, I just, I want people to, to get motivated by that, even when I'm gone. I want people to hear my story, read my story, and for them to get motivated and for me to not even be here anymore you know, and I think that's, that, that's a legacy that I would love to, to have and leave.
0: Definitely. For sure. Um, a couple questions about like the beginning, beginning original person who set out to on this journey without knowing what, you know, the result was going to be, uh, one, do you still talk to that girl?
1: <laughs> I always get that question. Um, i don't
0: okay
1: I, yeah, yeah yeah figured I, and I think yeah i think one of the funnier questions was did she ever reach out and she did oh
0: okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah she did not um, Right.
1: yeah and we we have each other on social media and you know i just i that i, I don't it's not it's just like whatever now you know it was so long ago
0: right that, but it's cool yeah. that that was like the motivating factor, right. That went into something that ended up being such a way fucking massive, bigger thing than you initially set out. You know, you were like, dude, I'm heartbroken shit sucks. Like I want her to fucking fall in love with me again, you know? And then it turned into like, no, this is what I'm going to do for dedicate my life to like a whole different thing. I guess what I would want to know is that original person who is heartbroken and sad and, you know, unmotivated, what would be the one thing that you think is the most important difference between that person and the most important, like, thing that defined the difference between you two?
1: Yeah, I think I... I say this to everyone I'm so glad I went through that because just like you said if I would have never went through that I would not be where I'm here today
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I I just I wouldn't and so I think what I learned there after it was all said and done a couple years past and I was like everything happens for a reason and you are going through whatever it is that you're going through if you're down you're up like you're there for a reason at the end of the day like you're going to look back and you're like, that's why. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like now I can like look back at that and be like, man, I was supposed to go through that. I was supposed to take that L because if I would have never done that or taken that L, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have fallen in love into this journey and then wanting to continue to just, you know, take it to that next level. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I, that's different now than back then is now I can look at different things that happened in my life. And it's like, I, I, I sit down and I'm like, all right, what is this teaching me?
0: Yeah. What is
1: this trying to show me? what mm-hmm. What is, and I may not see it, but I'll think about it. I'm like, man, I, I I can't tell now. I don't know, but I know one day I'm going to look back and be like, ah, that's what it was. yeah And then you're going to look at like where you were to back then. And you're going to be, you're going to be happy that you went through that.
0: Right. Totally. Hundred percent. Um, so you and Matt live together. Do you have like do you surround yourself with people like that are super motivated and similar mindset as you? Because you're both very, you know, like entrepreneur minded and very goal driven and just is that something that's common or do you have other types of people in your group and do you ever feel like you have to hold back from maybe giving your advice or has that become something that you have to filter sometimes?
1: Right. Um, Well, I will say this. I'm very extremely fortunate to live with someone like Matt. Um, You know, both of us, we feed off of each other so, so much. We bounce ideas off of each other. You know, he's been doing kingdom for quite some time. So there's a lot of things that he's learned that, that he with, you know, without even question, he just like, Hey, advice or if I don't if I, if I want to run an idea like it's just it's so awesome that he we have such a similar mindset like we could be in the kitchen just doing something I get an idea and I'm like hey like what do you think about this what do you think about that? and then we'll end up talking for like <laughs> a couple hours and and there is times too what I what I love about our relationship and that we do live together is that there's some times where I don't feel motivated to to work you know, and that, that happens, you know, quite often. Yeah. And, but I'll turn, I'll look at him and he's sitting there designing or he's there and he's, he's on a phone call or he's there like looking at like different ideas, getting inspo or just talking to me. And it's like, for example, the other day, he's like, I just bought this and I'm like, oh my gosh, which reminds me. And I immediately made a phone call right after that because it reminded me to, I needed to get something too. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we feed off each other very well and kind of support each other, like, we're both in each other's corners, like, like, my, my, the wins that I get, like, he's like, hell, yeah, like, this, that, and vice versa, you know, and I think when it comes down to, you know, outside of my home, um, there is people that I have met throughout this journey where I'm starting to now, like, just talk to a lot more like I still have my, my my boys like I still got my group of friends that that, that I love that I consider family we've been friends for, for 10 plus years but then there's other people that I've met throughout the years where it's just you know it's it, it's a different it's a different dialogue you know and and I think one thing that I would have never guessed what would happen is now I do have people that do come to me with with advice or asking me for advice, you know, like, Hey, do you think of that? Do you think of this? And I, just like I said earlier, I want to be able to be that guy where, and this goes back to my management styles too, is like, I want to be able to help people and, and, and for them to look at me like, man, like Donovan was truly a help. And if, if I feel like you're genuine and you truly are motivated and like, I've always said passion is very contagious. And if if you're talking to me and you're passionate about whatever it is that you're telling me, like I'm for sure going to try to do what I can and help you get to wherever it is that you want to go.
0: Yeah, for sure. How, uh, how important is loyalty to, to what you do?
1: Um, I think loyalty is, is, is huge. Um, I think loyalty will, ultimately keep the relationships that you built and your, your support system, you know? And, and that's, I, I think, brand loyalty is what helps any company. Um, and so I, I would say on the importance factor, it, it is huge. And I would like to think that, that the people that are loyal to me when it comes down to my support system, that they're gonna continue to just be loyal and, and, and support. Um, and I've, all, all all I've ever wanted is is someone to be just like I'm open and transparent and I communicate. Like, that's all I ask for back. Right. You know, be open, eat, be transparent, communicate. If something like, if you don't like something or something's not working out, like, let, let's talk about it. And at the end of the day, like, if, if we still don't see eye to eye, at least, you know, we can walk away, you know, respecting one another and if you want to do what you whatever it is that you want to do like I've, I've never been the one to like i'm gonna be like cool man i wish you nothing whatever whoever it is i wish you nothing but success and happiness and i hope to see you at the top
2: yeah
0: because there's
1: room at the top for everyone
0: mm-hmm. nice man right on well i guess do you have any last minute like what your future goals are, you said you wanted to dive into some other types of products going into the future and then kind of just where people can find you and uh, get connected with what you do. Yeah, definitely. So
1: um, as far as charge nutrition goes, we do have product number two on the way. Uh, we do have uh, another flavor of our original product uh, juice. So that's really exciting. It's going to be here within the next couple of weeks will be available online um, and in stores. Uh, and then we're just going to continue to build our product line. There, when you dive into the dietary supplements, there's so many different um, different products that you can get into. So we definitely want to have, we're, we're working on a, going back and forth right now on formulas of BCAs, fat burners, we definitely want to put protein into the mix, creatine. Just we want to have it all. We want to have the entire line um, and, and beyond that multivitamins. And, you know, what, what's good is, What's really what I'm really excited about is that um, you know I'm, I finished school and, and school was uh, something that took up a lot of my time. Now I'm now I'm done. I, I'm done, so I could focus a lot more on the business. Mm-hmm. And I think from there it's going to open up a lot more opportunities for me. On on one thing that I have learned is that you know I'm doing this with a passion of mine, but there's so many other passions that I have that I cannot wait to see like when this gets up and going and maybe I can walk away from it a little bit or now that I have a little bit more time, it's like, what am I gonna dive into next? And so that's what I'm really excited about for me personally, but Charged Nutrition is definitely gonna grow, gonna continue to grow, have more products. Um, You can find uh, our Charged Nutrition, uh, Instagram is Charged underscore nutrition. Uh, We're on uh, Twitter. Charged without the E and Charged uh, Nutrition, uh, Facebook Charged Nutrition, our website's uh, ChargedNutrition.us. You can find my IG if anybody that is listening and has questions for me personally or wants to dive into something a little bit more that I said, uh, you can find me at Donnie underscore Salami. Um, I guarantee you won't forget that username. (laughs) and uh yeah man so i'm just i'm really excited to just see where charge nutrition continues to grow we have a lot of big plans that we definitely want to accomplish and me personally i can't wait to see what other doors open up for me and the other passions that i do have now you know getting my feet wet on on this business journey
0: definitely man well thank you dude i i'm super stoked for you and i appreciate The knowledge and the expertise in a field that I didn't know very much about. And, you know, I'm pumped, man. So stoked for Charged Nutrition, stoked for, you know, everything you got going on, man. So I I appreciate you sitting down and talking to me.
1: Thanks, man. I really appreciate you inviting me to the show. I had a lot of fun with you. It was a great conversation.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Double Life. As always, head to theaipod.com for more information on all my guests. Please make sure to subscribe and tell all your wonderful friends. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you guys next time. Adios.